Welcome to A Positive Spin, a well-being podcast without all the BS. Some of the S. A little bit of the S. Some of the S. We try, we try. I'm Kate Barron. And I'm Sarah Starkman. And this is our podcast, number two. Yeah, episode two. Episode two. We are so happy and positive and we're going to be here. (laughs) Slash struggling with being positive. What's going on with you? Drowning. Uh, Not much. It's funny, I was... I was just thinking how I'd really been able to find a lot of positive news stories. You have been able to. I have been able to find, which I was really excited about. It took me a little while, and then I just found loads of good stuff, which is really exciting. But then on like upon further inspection, I realized that a good portion of them were just positive things discovered to offset shitty things that other people have done just cleaning up people's messes which is like good it's great that i mean we need those efforts but that in it wasn't just like a standalone fab thing well that's yeah or self-serving it's people just doing it for themselves you find a lot of those articles well no just like yeah i don't know people who, who who do something good and then they just want credit for it that's the reason like, they're doing it you know, it's like when a corporation does something, you're like, you're not doing it for out of the goodness of your heart. You're doing yeah. this because it's a PR move and everything you donated or, or did for it, you can write off and whatever. And and it's not like saying that they shouldn't, but just... It's like Ronald McDonald House, right? Yeah, like, yeah. that's a great thing, but like... Just call McDonald's. it Doug's House. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't need to be Ronald McDonald. But yes. No, but it's because it's a PR move that it's like, well... And everything they put into it can be written off. But that's not taking away from all the good it does and why it's there and that it's awesome. But it's just, it is hard because when we're trying to look for positive stuff, we also don't want to be just like feeding the beast. Exactly. You know what I mean? And like, it makes know. our jobs a little bit harder. <laughs> just makes it harder. And when people like post that they're doing positive stuff or these YouTubers post videos of like feeding people suffering from homelessness, like, are you doing it because you're doing it and because you want to be doing it and want to help out and want to be a great contributing member of a community and like build people back up? Or are you doing it for likes and views and subscribers? There's, there's, there's a variety of people with like a combination, I think of incentives, but I think the hope with anything that goes viral is that it inspires other people to hopefully do it and not just share it online um, cause I feel like that's a really complacent part of society right now that we just like, we'll hashtag something or we'll do a filter, but we really be, need to be doing more. And there are amazing people doing amazing things out there. So we're going to, we're going to highlight that stuff so that, we- uh, yeah. And, and yeah, and there is a lot of good <laughs> just, stuff that people are doing. Totally. But then also sometimes that, that stuff is sometimes hard to find. I'm going to try to find. The genuine. I'm going to try to keep my eyes peeled as well for the things that I like see. Or, you know what? Or it's also, like, things that just happen. Like, sometimes things happen somewhat miraculously. Yeah. And those are kind of the really fun stuff to focus on. They're just also difficult to find in terms of... I'm just really excited for my my article. Yeah. But you know what's crazy as well is, like... So I was getting coffee this morning, and I went to go walk in front of somebody, and I was like, oh, excuse me. And then he moved out of the way. I'm like, thank you. And he's like, you're welcome. And I was like, that's just nice. You know, it was just nice to have just a nice little momentary interaction Mm -hmm. because you always just have people like, sorry, and like walking in front of you or doing whatever and just being a total piece of shit. And it was just like, but how sad is that? That I was like, oh, I said, excuse me and thank you. And he said, you're welcome. And I thought, now that's refreshing. What a guy. 
I know. Like the bar is low. The bar is so <laughs> low right now. But honestly, it's like it's it is those moments because I know I've said this to you before, but it is like this whole epidemic of just negativity. It is death by a thousand cuts, and yeah. I think when you reverse it, it it is all of those little things. It is seriously oh. as simple as saying thank you to someone or smiling. Or- Looking a so server cheesy. in the eyes totally. or, you know, and acknowledging that they are people and they have lives outside of fucking waiting on you and just, you know, like that. You just mean being like a decent human Just being. being a decent, the bar is so low. Yeah. But if we all do little things that take nothing, that totally. take literally nothing out of our lives, then maybe there will be hope totally. for humanity. Totally. So tell me what, what little thing you did recently. Um, yeah, so I, I, uh, I pay attention to what people uh, at work, like what people drink, what their morning drinks are, what they like, or just like, you know, people always have sort of their, their regs. Um, <laughs> I, I tend to get like my regular coffee in the morning and I have like a regular kind of standing order. And so I pay attention or if I'm out for coffee with somebody, I sort of take note of what they want. I used to actually write it in my phone. When I, what a when, cute little when, stalker you are. <laughs> when, or like what I would do is I, uh, like I had a friend who a long, long time ago told me he, he, his name is Panos and he's Greek and he grew up and it was, uh, and everyone calls him Pano. And when there's little kids books, all the books are like, well, Kathy went here and yeah. little Katie ran over here. And then there was Sarah. But there aren't books that be like, Panos came into the room. Like, cause <laughs> Not unless he's in Greece. R- right. But even still, like most of the kids' books are just f- sort of for very like westernized names. The generic right? names, yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, and then he always found that so shitty. And then there was a, a book and he said it was called Pano the Train. And he loved it when he was little because oh. it was this like amazing, cool book. And, and he just related to it because it was his name and it was this great thing. So I looked it up. I wrote it in my phone and I just looked it up. And every time I would go into an old bookshop, because it was out of print, it stopped printing it in like the 70s. And it was one of those little golden books. Do you remember those? Like the little kids' golden books with the gold spine. Uh, gold spine. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was one of those. And it had, but not in print. And I couldn't find it anywhere. And so I just search occasionally. I actually found it in Australia. And I ordered it one year. So this was like probably six years after he had told me, but I just kept it in my phone. And sometimes I'd be like, what was the name of that book? And then I would pen on the train, found it randomly on eBay. Why did he lose his coffee? He, yeah, it was like when he was a kid. Yeah, so he's yeah. like, I can't even remember, but I was like, what a cool thing if I could get this totally. book and give it to him. It was the coolest. It did was the coolest. Did you guys have sex right there? No, he's my gay bestie. Oh, um no we had that's so wonderful a warm loving embrace no it was just like it was like i love giving things like that to people so and but i just like making note of if somebody says something or something really meant a lot yeah i'm similar like that i like to be really thoughtful with gifts i think it just means so much more right and like then like when someone gives you a bath bomb and you're like (laughs) yeah exactly we're immediately (laughs) not friends (laughs) oh my god if somebody gave me a bath bomb i would just be like get out of my life Um, yeah. So, so, so what I'm saying is I like to pay attention and then I I pay attention when, what people are like drinking or what their drinks are and and what have you. And so I noticed somebody at work was a little, little down and not feeling super hot and has been working really hard. So I just went out and got the drink that I know they really like and I just dropped it off and put it on their desk. That's super lovely. You know, were you secret Santa? Or did they know you? No, it wasn't like a secret Santa. It was like it's no, no, I know, but no, 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 I know. And but in the sense, like, was it anonymous or did they know? 
No, I was like, here you go. I got yeah, this for you. That's so sweet. Um, because I feel like if I walked in and there was a drink on my desk, I'd be like, who the fuck is leaving their garbage on my desk? Oh, true. I wouldn't be like, oh, a random drink appeared on my desk. <laughs> a yum, yum, yum. Slurp, slurp, slurp. Can't wait to fucking drink this. No. <laughs> like, I feel like, like, and especially in my company, there's people going in and out all the time. And so I'm just like. I'm, no. That's <laughs> and I, I know a lot of, most women have been trained to not just <laughs> drink and random. drink, just in, in, like consume random, beverages. random liquids that are put in front of them. <laughs> so yeah, but that is awesome Ooh. that you went there. <laughs> what about you? Good point. Mine was really <laughs> random. Yeah. Uh, I was walking Opie, my dog, and uh, this guy just like, Moved the wrong way, and all of his papers and all of his change went everywhere. It was just like change. such a sad disaster. Like, he came out of a bakery and he had like his wallet and like a coffee, and he was carrying a binder, and it just all went down. And so I tied Opie up and I went and like, helped him pick everything up. That's nice. Um, See the little thing. Yeah, that was it. Like, it wasn't a big thing. I just like took time to help. Well, I can't even. Who would see that guy and be like, I don't have time for you. But but like I was on the I was on the subway and it was really busy and some girl dropped like her phone and it fell to the floor and I swear to God the ten people around her looked at her looked at the floor and were like huh and then she was like struggling with bags and be like I'll get like nobody helped her no one helped her so and I didn't help her but I was further away like I was oh. like not enough to stand. if I had helped her it would have been like excuse me exactly the only other woman there yeah um i always thought and this is when i was younger but i feel like this would be so cool to do if you were like a secret like billionaire and then if you encountered somebody or saw somebody who was like just really nice and just be like here's a thousand dollars good work that would be great and just like to reward to financially be in a position to reward people for doing good stuff totally and just be like, here you go, bye. You'd be like what like God was supposed to be if you're <laughs> like Buddhist, whatever. Oh my God. The karmic sort of. So if it back. happens, will you call me? God? <laughs> that would be amazing. I no, uh, what was I gonna say? Undercover boss. Have you ever seen that? That's almost like a similar thing. Oh, uh, okay. I can't only, even. Only because no, I okay. can't get started on undercover okay. boss. It's one hundred percent fake, and I a hundred. I'm sorry to bur- burst your bubble. Oh. Reality show isn't real. Um, <laughs> it is. It's so fake. I used to work at a company that was on it. I'm not going to say the name of the company. I used to work at a company that was on it. Canadian Tire. No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) And one of the things you had to do, like when you got hired for the company, part of mandatory training was you had to learn who the founder was, why he did it, why he created the company, his story, how he came to be, and really like know who he was. Every, you know, like it was very, very obvious who he was. And his disguise was... Oh, it was terrible. And I was like watching it and I was just like, this is such a load of garbage. That's and awful. And it broke my heart but to I've, see that. But what about, what about other times when you see like the people are like sobbing and then they give them no, all no, no. money? And yeah, totally. And if that happens, amazing. And I love it. And maybe it, it might be different for like, would people know who work at like Walmart as a cashier? Would they be aware of who the who the owner right. was? No, obviously, you not. know, or the the it's the Walton family, right? Isn't it Waltons? What for the for yeah, Walmart? Who Walmart? Isn't I don't it the Walton know. family? Um, 
And like, would they be where? Maybe not. Maybe not on the ground level. But I know for a fact that everyone at this company did know who the owner was. And it was a thing. And I was just like, everything's a lie. The world's a lie. Santa's unreal. I feel like if we actually did an actual reality show. I'm going to say actual one more time. No, but if it was real. Sam if it was the Walton's film Walmart, by the way. If it was real. That would be a whole new genre of television instead of contrived reality television. Well, like actual reality was (laughs) was like, well, there was like real world was one of the first, like the first season of American Idol. Yeah. Where it wasn't like, you know, then throw in like dramatic incidences or whatever, you know? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. I yeah. I feel like those old school ones. I don't even know like what. Those first, or like, I guess National Geographic was really like the first reality show. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Documentaries. Documentaries. Those are just really cool reality shows. That's jokes. That is jokes. Um, Give me your news. So this is, uh, it was a CBS News thing. Um, It is in Boca Raton, Florida. And there's a high school there. Um, that has 3,400 kids. Firstly, holy shit, that's a lot of students at a high school. Yeah. 3,400? I had 3,000 in my high school. I think I had like maybe 2,500. It just seems like a lot. 30, no, it's still a lot. Yeah. It seems like a lot. And so there was a, um, there's a, there's a kid there. His name is Dennis. Oh, no, wait, hang on. Yes, Dennis. I'm not going to be able to pronounce the last name properly. Estimon? Dennis Estimon? He's, Dennis, are you out there? He's from Haiti. Uh, he is an immigrant from Haiti, and he came to the U.S. when he was in grade one, and he felt so isolated at lunch, and and never had lunch to like didn't eat lunch with people, and was eating by himself. And so now he's popular, and he said that he didn't want to have other kids feeling the way that he felt. So he started a club called We Dine Together. Mm. Does that not warm your heart? That's so And nice. so it's all about in the courtyard at lunchtime, no one, they say no one is starving for company. We get it. Good pun. Stop yeah. it. <laughs> um, but like, but it says like, um, the mission is just to make sure everyone has someone to eat lunch with. No one is sitting alone, especially to new kids. If they're either immigrants or new to the school or whatever. And they're just forming unlikely friendships. And this is how... The, and he now he's on the football team now. He's super popular. He's like a big Mr. Big Shot at school. But listen to this. He quit the football team and all the perks they say to go along with it, which is, I don't know, puss? I don't know. Probably. Um, just so he could spend more time with this club. Oh, my God. Because this is what he really wants to do. So could you, like, imagine being the person. And they all get to know each other. And it's a little bit of, like, just being a little bit more empathetic to each other. Like, how amazing amazing is that but i also was thinking like could you imagine being the kid that's like hey you're invited to a club and be like finally somebody wants me a part of their club <laughs> like oh it's the losers who don't have friends to eat lunch yeah <laughs> so but sad. then that, then they make their own you know what i mean like then, then they, they just become like the group. circle yeah exactly no i love it and you know what when i was in grade seven i moved to a new city and i did not for the first couple of days have anyone to eat lunch with it was horrible and there was a couple of mean girls. One I'm of them, one of them who I'm friends you. with um, now. And when I was there and the one of the first things that happened and Mareda, who I'm 
friend i think she'd be okay with me saying her name (laughs) um who i'm who i'm like really good friends with now and she's one of my oldest friends she was her and my other friend jackie were the first ones to say come have lunch with us like my first memory of that school is them sharing doritos with me and um and and inviting me to their desk to come have lunch with them so i didn't have to sit by myself no that's so important it's so isolating and so scary isolating. to be by yourself in a huge environment like that and especially also too like 3400 kids and you're by yourself like that's so sad that's really sweet what a good kid and he's traveling the country starting we dine together chapters 15 schools have signed up so far they're doing 100 by the end of the year how like old, how, how how old is he he's just like he's in high school oh my god this kid is gonna can he be president i know like right? he's amazing um oh he's since graduated from high school but not from the mission so now it's something that he's doing and he's traveling in high schools and doing this but so he's graduated now um yeah just like you want a date like he's awesome right i think he's he's someone who i'm just like i love seeing that i love seeing just someone who he came from a place of like obviously hard like it's hard being a, a new immigrant in a new place and then even when he got popular he still didn't forget about it and went back um yeah. That's awesome. So the other thing I found about this that was interesting, I was just like, because I started thinking about, yes, that happens when you're in school, but then actually at like workplaces and how weird it is. And I don't know, some totally. offices are smaller and it's different or whatever, but I No, was, there's definitely cliques in work culture. Yeah. Oh, totally. And I was reading this and it's uh, this like uh, Canadian press published it this year, actually. And it said 40% of Canadians eat alone, eat lunch alone at their desks. That's really sad. 40%. That's a startling number. And a lot of people, it's high, But is right? it by choice? Like, that's well, a question, too. Well, they say a lot of people, it's just, it's part of it's due to pressure from workplace pressure as well. And just pressure to get stuff done. That if you're in the office and you're eating, you should be at your desk still working. Yeah, I think And so really if you common. remove yourself, not everyone has the luxury of leaving or people who are not on salary jobs, right? If they're working hourly and you get like 30 minutes for lunch. By the time if you think you walk somewhere, go get something to eat, order it, pay for it, come back, there you go. That's done. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And that's like not really... You're eating at your desk anyway. And you're just like wolfing it down. Yeah. Or if you're on a job, like say you work in retail, you got to wolf it down and go back out. Like you don't, yeah. you can't walk around Forever 21 with a fucking cheeseburger in your hand. I mean, like, you could. I mean, I've had worse service yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> I've had some pretty, pretty bad service. <laughs> I remember one time at Forever 21 that they all, their fitting rooms are always so hot. And I, I was like, it is really, really hot in there when I was up at the cash and the girl was just like, yeah, I know. And I was like, okay, good. So we're all aware of the problem. <laughs> and she was just like, yeah, what do you like? Why? And acted was just like, why are we even having this conversation? Like it was obvious it's that a little their, customer feedback. <laughs> that their fitting room should just be like a hot yoga zone. Oh, yeah. She's like, yes, actually. Yeah. This is how we like it here. We sweat yeah. out. Kill every gram. I'm obsessed <laughs> with that hashtag. I can't handle it. Kill every gram. Yeah. I've never even heard of that. You shouldn't ever have to hear about it. Okay. Um. Okay. So that was that was my... That's great. I think yeah. you need to start a We Dine Together chapter for the workplace. With just like all hot single men. And me. And you. It's <laughs> a great idea. That would um, be amazing. Okay, okay so uh, this is also really recent. This is a couple days ago. Um, this man was living on disability checks. 
Um, he was completely broke and unemployed and he took this old he, he was watching television and saw this thing about this like old Navajo blanket and that it was now worth a substantial amount of money and he had inherited it because no one in the family realized its value when his grandmother died and whatever she just like gave it to him and yeah. he kind of just kept it in the corner for like seven years it was kind of there just as like a tribute to her he didn't really have any like whatever like an actual blanket in the corner you mean yeah like was he using it for an actual blanket no, I think it was like in storage or whatever. Oh, okay. And uh, and then he took it to the auction house and he made $1.5 million Holy and has like shit. a life back. Wow. Yeah, his that? sister originally, when they were clearing out the grandmother's house, he was like, do you, do you want this? And she was like, it's gross. Like, what are you going to do with that? And he was like, I don't know. And he like put it in the closet. I and bet kept sister it. doesn't think his million bucks is gross now. Oh my God, I'm sure she's come back. Oh, now- sorry. He So he had had, um, which was even sadder, I forgot to mention prior. So the reason that he was in this situation and right. sort of was scraping by on disability checks was because he, um, he'd had his left leg amputated due to mm. complications from a car accident two years prior. And I think it was just a bit of a downward spiral. And this is like a second chance at life for him, which is amazing. I hope it's not like one of those stories where somebody wins the lottery and then they just, just like, blow, blow it, it all on like, they are like, I have 45 Lamborghinis. Like, no, I feel like this guy, I mean, unless he spends it all on pain drugs right. or anything he's addicted to from his surgery or whatnot, uh, I feel like he was in like a desperate situation and really sees this as a second chance. Oh, that's awesome. I, I mean, feel like if I got a windfall of that much money, I would need to be like, someone take it away from me. Someone take it away from me and give me an allowance because I am you need not to, get, to like, be a trusted. Money, no, you need to get a money manager immediately. Yeah. But I but I also don't... <sighs> yeah. Yeah, but what he... if they take money from you? Remember Selena's... Like, remember the singer Selena? Of course I knew. I knew who you were talking about. Okay, good. Not, like, not, not Gomez. Not Gomez. OG Selena. Yep. Um, <laughs> and, like, her manager, wasn't she stealing from her? Wasn't that manager woman who ended up killing, killing her? her? Wasn't she from her? was stealing yeah, from her, Yeah, I feel like too. that's a common story. That and so that's also, anyway, from. something to be wary of, people. If you win the lottery, don't. Well, he did splurge on some luxuries. What did he get? What did he get? Oh, a my God. 2012 Dodge Challenger. No, I love Souped up from West Coast Customs, the mechanic shop made famous by Pimp Ride. <laughs> oh, my God. No, he didn't buy a Lambo. Okay. I never had nothing like that, so I wanted a nice car, and I did. I bought one. Oh, well, that's good. You know, that's fair. And he has a um, wife and three daughters, and I think he's taking them on a trip and stuff. So that's, I yeah. hope he's, like, putting money aside for the daughters and doing the, the yeah, and like he should be doing. Yeah, paying, like, paying for his mortgage. And let's hope. He has a wife, so maybe she can, who knows, maybe she's. Smack some sense into him. Yeah, exactly. Um, So that was really cool. And then, so I was thinking, like, what? What else have people thought like didn't really have any value, but then was worth loads? Antiques Roadshow. You're just describing Antiques Roadshow. The original reality show. <laughs> but like, but not on Antiques Roadshow. Like yeah, just like yeah, random yeah. shit people have like on eBay or like whatever. And I'm not going to lie. Like some stuff is very celebrity. Um based right obviously but then there's some crazy shit like um a grilled cheese sandwich 
Oh God. Did it have like the face of Jesus in it? Right, which purportedly bore Ugh. a portrait of the Virgin Mary sold for $28,000. There has got to be a way. No, oh, no. Okay, okay, next. I can't hear that. Okay, That's just okay. like the stupidest thing. Clippings of Justin Bieber's hair. Ew. I know, it's even worse. Well, that's celebrity Buckets of his urine from when he was like, (laughs) this is in a mop bucket. Who sold that? Are you ready for this? (laughs) A suit of armor for a guinea pig. (laughs) (laughs) That I would pay for because that is hysterical and adorable. How much did it sell for? How much much was it worth? $1,150. Oh my God. Did he have a little sword? There's no no picture. Oh, that sounds beautiful. A fun-filled weekend with four Australian men. So that's just like going to a hostel in Australia. Exactly. (laughs) Went for $920. Um... Well, I mean, this is all this is celebrity based, but I have to say it. William Shatner's kidney stone. What? Fetched, fetched, fetched twenty five thousand dollars. But it was to raise money for a housing charity. So, you know, kidney schmidney. But it wasn't even a kidney. No, a kidney stone. Kidney stones. Do you know that from Friends? Kidney no. stones. I mean, I know. Friends. I hope somebody out there knows it. A cornflake shaped like Illinois. Went for thirteen fifty. Like, shut up. Wait, wait. There's more. There's more. A Dorito shaped like the Pope's hat sold for twelve oh nine. Isn't the Pope's hat just like a yarmulke? <laughs> like, isn't it just like a little round thing on the back? Well, they these people also bought the Virgin Mary grilled cheese. So it's all the like... same fucking idiot family <laughs> buying it. Yep. Um, a but barbecue. Here's what I love about the cornflake. Do you know how fast cornflakes dissolve when you put milk on them? But I they guess they kept all, like, this one. Wilted and <laughs> shitty. But so all it would take to destroy it was like. They must I would have it like a glass just, box. I just want to take an eyedropper of milk <laughs> and ruin their lives. Thirteen <laughs> fifty. Okay, a barbecue pit the size of a wait, bus. Wait, hang on, hang on. Thirteen thousand or thirteen hundred fifty. Thirteen hundred fifty. Okay, okay. A barbecue pit the size of a bus, which sold for uh three hundred fifty thousand dollars. But that sounds like, because that's like. Because it can cook four tons of meat at once. I hope the army bought it. I hope that's who it was. Okay. A box of 10 Twinkies sold for $59.99 following the announcement that Hostess was closing its factories. Oh, yeah. That was like. It was like like Twinkie panic. Oh, my God. Uh, What? The meaning of life sold for $3.26. The meaning of life? You know what's funny is because my next thing that I have to tell you sort of has to do with this. Well, he says, I have discovered the reason for our existence and will be happy to share this information with the highest bidder. $3. Okay. And what was the meaning of life? Okay. And then the last one is is celebrity based, but it's it's disgusting. Britney Spears alleged pregnancy pregnancy test. Bullshit. Acquired by an Ottawa radio station. They bought it for $5,000. What is Canada doing? Anyway, I just thought that was really hilarious. Canada, you're better than that. Right? Anyway, just ridiculous shit sold for thousands. Nothing ever millions like this guy's blanket. That stuff with like, oh, the Virgin Mary and a piece of toast. Somebody. Well, it is. No, they said it's the same family that bought the Dorito hat too. No, but I'm saying somebody has to be able to like, like a grilled cheese or whatever. You could manipulate that to make it look guaranteed. With An, some sort of like, like you know, a blow like the torch blow torch. Or whatever, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Hundred percent. 
Should we get into that game? She's like, it's marble. Yeah, we just start blowtorching like different <laughs> biblical characters. Cheeses, but we just get keep getting bored and forgetting what we're doing. So we just eat a bunch of grilled cheese. That would be amazing. <laughs> now I want grilled cheese. Now I really want. I'm salivating at the thought of grilled cheese. Oh my god! Now my whole mouth filled up with saliva too. We've only had <laughs> crackers and hummus today. Um, okay, tell me your. Anyway, this is so thing. weird because this it's little super related. It is 100 percent related. It's about something that's sold for a lot of money. No um, way! I swear we're getting closer to having the same article. I feel it in my bones. It's gonna happen one day where we're gonna bring the same same exact thing. But um, this is. This is so weird. Einstein's handwritten formula for happiness sold for $1.3 So that person bought... So money can buy you happiness? Is that what you're telling me? Yes, it can. So 95 years ago, a bellhop in Tokyo was walking away from a German tourist. It was Einstein. Um, who had conspicuous hair. Um, <laughs> and then instead of giving a tip, he wrote something in German, which, by the way, is a bit of a fuck you move. You're in Japan and you're like, normally am I not going to tip you? I'm going to write something in my language on a piece of paper and just give it to you. And be so, like, there you go. You're welcome. So Western culture to do. So, right. And I was just like, so yes, at the time, we, now we're looking back and we're like, oh, it's sold for whatever. But anyway, so it was uh, in German. It was um, right um, right before he was awarded the 1921 Nobel Prize. So he had just been notified of it. And it was in November of 1922. He had been notified of it in Japan, but he hadn't won it yet in physics. And so he wrote down his whole thing. And it basically translates to saying that a calm and humble life will bring more happiness than the pursuit of success and the constant restlessness that comes with it. So that's the whole idea. And it was something that started becoming more and more studied. There's some guy named um, Dan Gilbert who's done like a TED Talk and other stuff on the contentment sort of theories. Like just saying that when people learn to become content with what they have rather than constantly seeking out what they, what they don't or always yeah. being in the situation of like, I want, I want, I want. Um, and it was the, I want to say the grandson. Oh no, the bellboy's nephew um, auctioned it. And it sold for $1.3 million, that piece of paper. Jeez. I'm like, well, that, yeah, that is, I'd be happy. That would make me happy. But isn't, I love that it's like the same thing that you were talking about. So yeah, that. that's crazy. But also, oh, I'm not going to tip you, but I'm about to be famous. <laughs> so here's a little note from me to you. I heard when George Clooney was uh, like a young boy um, he signed a piece of paper and gave it to his teacher and told him to hang on to it because he was going to be famous one day. What an asshole. I know. But kind of cute. I but kind of, but then like, what's a... a celebrity, he was right. He was right. Yes, but a celebrity <laughs> autograph is worth like nothing really nowadays. I mean, who knows? Back in the day when it wasn't like, when they weren't so accessible, that's that's the other thing. This stuff will never happen again. Because, well, except for Justin Bieber's piece of hair. Well, that's mental people. Like, no, those are not real people. But like... Because celebrities are so accessible, yeah, we know and everything about you can their make lives. selfies with them, yeah. and you can, you know, all this shit about them. It's not like back in the day when, like, someone like Albert Einstein, like, that is, there's so few things, and they're guarded, and they're, you know, that are attached to that person. So yes, of course it's gonna be. But if Albert Einstein had an Instagram account with like five billion followers, and he had like two thousand photos of uh, photos of himself, like. 
and giving out his quotes every day and whatever every day and just like could you imagine how annoying he would have been on instagram (laughs) like the inspirational (laughs) quotes and how annoying i always think about that i think about if like dead celebrities or dead people from um like you know however long ago if they were like on instagram what or Twitter or something like oh my what God. that would be Marilyn like. Marilyn Monroe would be the worst. Oh, God. It would just be like... Kardashian level. Oh, Kardashian level. For sure, Kardashian level. Christ. I know, but I think about that. Anyway, that was a little... That's great. Yeah, and, and now at least he has the money, so finally they get the fucking tip he deserves for waiting on him. Oh, my God. He's like, Dad, I found it! <laughs> I He's like, it. I can die now. Yeah, exactly. Um, What's your other thing? So mine is kind of... I mean... It's in the similar vein of that it is cleaning up some some shit, uh, but it is positive nonetheless. So, coffee is set to power London buses. What? So, it, the, it's company called BioBean goes around and they take uh, unwanted beans. Yeah. What are unwanted, like... I guess that, like, uh, if they like have... Like, used? Like, ground beans? Yeah, like, it, they'll go to, like, um, they they figured out how to develop, yes, f- fuel from coffee waste grounds. So, like, the oh, grounds, okay, they don't, yeah, yeah. whatever, right? Yeah. They, they extract 6,000 6, liters of oil from the ground coffee waste, and they add it to the fuel tanks of the city's transport, and it's enough to power a bus for an entire year. Shut your mouth. Right. That is amazing. Amazing. Oh my god. So instead of sending a ton of waste coffee grounds to landfill where it degrades and releases methane and CO2, like yeah. it's just like it's good all around. That's amazing. Yeah. That's really really cool. They've I- been doing it for about 4 years like in terms of uh trying to energize things with with coffee grounds and the oil that they extract. Sorry, but- where where is this happening? In London. In London. UK. Like a double-decker bus has been powered for a year. Yeah, so it says Londoners take more than 2 billion bus trips a year, um, but only 2,000 of the vehicles are using alternative energy. So, uh, yeah, so they're, they're going to try and do this. And they say the coffee-enhanced mixture can meanwhile also be used by taxis, cars, and trucks. So I think they're starting with buses, and then the hope is to... Well, like, that's amazing. Yeah, it's literally turning Ugh, I have trash hope. into treasure. I have some hope for us yet. Right? Yay! That makes me hopeful. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, um, yeah, I don't know. They, they say we want to see an entrepreneur going and doing something cool with waste from beer or from tea, which is cool. I mean, like they make energy from corn. Yeah. 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 I've heard of like other stuff. It just needs to get more widespread. That's the thing. And the problem is it's like people who are in the automotive industry or who are, no, in the oil industry and like, yeah. They're the ones who have the money to fight and push down someone like this. I know. It's like, wasn't there a documentary called, like, Who Killed the Electric Car or something? Or something about someone killing the electric? That sounds right. I mean, all this stuff is going to come up anyway. Like, it has to. It has to. It has to. We literally don't have any options. You know that they're now doing Uber Fly? Did we talk about this? What? How um, Uber... As Great, a- so my planes won't know where to go either. Yeah. Well, yeah, buddy, can you take yeah, take a left? Do you know? No. Well, no, exactly. <laughs> Fuck. Every time I get into an Uber. <laughs> the guy, like, last time, he drove, like, 
10 blocks out of the way and I wasn't paying attention. And I was like, where are we? He's like, I don't know. Not even not knowing where to go. Cause that's really sad. Cause and there's his car stunk like smoke. And he was just like, oh, I was like, what am I doing? Here? I mean, there is always that chance, right? Yeah. But um, yeah, Uberfly, they have planes now, but they're going to make them slightly more accessible. I don't know. They're starting in Dubai, Paris, and. But this is like for millionaires. LA in planes, 2020. Yeah? Well, the point is to. Well, I don't know. I, I think they're making it more accessible because the whole point, they're just like little helicopters. And the point is because there's so much traffic like L.A., like Dubai, like cars cannot move. So this is a way to like get around it. I don't, anyway, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I'm we went with that, that. But okay. coffee is going to power London buses for a year. Fuck yeah. And the best part about it is like, because I don't know with corn and stuff when they when they make, um when they power things from corn. Yeah. Because I can't think of anything else they power things from. So I, whatever. <laughs> um, do they have to grow it in order to do that? Because this has already been grown right, and, and already used. Been, this is actually taking This is taking that waste. Yeah. yeah that's that's going to cause harm to the environment if we don't utilize it alternatively. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, I'm really excited. And this is, yeah, this is new as well. This isn't like something they proposed to happen that didn't. This was uh, November 18th last week, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's very cool. That is very cool. I love that. Um, we're, we're, what are you, you going to try to do this week that's going to be positive? You know what? I've been personally. <laughs> you know what? Nothing. Nothing. No. <laughs> no, I've been really negative personally. I feel like I've been really down and I, I'm just going to try and make an extra effort to be more positive. That's I know good. that sounds so stupid, but I no, feel like no, I'm no. just going to try and and have that constant reminder to like stop and take a breath and like check my current position. You know what? No, I, I don't think that sounds bad at all. My boss actually on Friday was like, come on, everyone. Can we get on a positive train? Can we please get on the positive train? She's like, let's just say that to the end of the year, we're going to be positive. We're going to get through this. We're going to do it together because it's like our crazy busy time. And everyone is just swamped and working really, really hard and everyone's overwhelmed and it's... And it's like dark early and, and it's like dark go early home. and it's just a lot. And, and it's just like... But it, it, but it is like... It becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? So if you continue to be negative, then you start... And everyone is being negative around you. I mean, like, we can't do this. If you start changing your attitude of how it is. So I think you just making a conscious choice to be that or catching yourself when you're not. Yeah, just a um, bit of self-awareness. Yeah, I think that's actually a really good thing. That's the hope. What you gonna do? That's actually good. I kind of want to do that one. And okay, mine... do it with me. Yeah, okay, maybe I'm gonna do that. We can check each other. Let's do that. Because remember when I was being negative and you called me to make me feel better and you were being negative and then I was like, <laughs> that actually made me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> Which totally happens to us all the time. Yeah, but no, I feel like this is good. And maybe... Just like, yeah, or maybe even... Maybe just if you hear someone being negative, just try to... Point them in the right direction. But that's know. so hard, right? To but do it's it without so hard being preachy. I mean, you're like, don't be a bitch. Namaste. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Uh, no, but I think it's more like if you're putting out a certain energy, the hope is that you're attracting it back or rubbing off on other people. Have I told you about that movie About Time? Have you seen that movie? Is that when Justin Timberlake only has a certain amount of time? <laughs> no, but that's also a very, okay. <laughs> very good movie. And he like turns back his wrist. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's a great movie, but this is not it. Um, this is one with, it's like an entire, like, uh, I think it's like a British movie because all, all the whole cast is British except for Rachel McAdams. And basically it's about a guy who has the ability to go back in time, but only, um, like, so he can, go, he can go back in time. It's like the men of his family, when they turn like 19, they have the ability to go back in time. And so the movie's just really, it's really beautiful. And then he realizes that 
if you keep going back, things will change in the future, obviously, right? Because things will be different. So you can only go back so far. So he has a kid and then he can't go back further past when the kid was born or to get a different kid. Right. So it keeps being less and less that he can go back to experience and keep the memories of his real life alive. And so what he does at the end of the movie, it's, this is so stupid and I know it's just a movie, but at the end of the movie, he says he goes and lives his day. And then at the end, he'll redo that entire day over again. But this time, if someone spills coffee on him or cuts him off or does something or someone drops all their papers, he doesn't go with it like he normally does. Being like, oh, God, so annoying. He goes and just like smiles and just chooses to be positive about everything that happens. Because at the end of the day, he knows it's going to be fine kind of a thing. And I just, I just like that idea. But no, but, that's, you know, that's, just being able to go through and just, I know it's, that's so fucking cheesy. I no, know, it's hard. It's hard to do, especially when someone you're human and like someone cuts you off to be like, know. you know what? That's fine. The best, I'm fine. the best thing that ever happened to me was that I was driving my car one time and it was, I was completely in the wrong, 100% completely in the wrong. I was going into a crosswalk. I wasn't noticing it was a crosswalk and there was this guy and he was going to cross and I, like it was too close. And then I was like, Oh, and he kind of put his hands on my windshield. And then I all of a sudden was like, what the fuck? And I was like, fuck you. Don't touch my car. And because even though I was completely wrong and he just looked at me, put his hands together, like in a prayer motion and like bowed and smiled. And I was like, touche. Good for you. Oof, that takes a strong person. Right? And then he just like was like went on his merry way and I'm like, what a horrible human I am. And that he just was like... Have you ever been able to like... No, it was just some random guy on the street. No, not to talk to him. I mean, like, I found him. We fell in love. No, I'm married. (laughs) It's so good. I mean, he's right here. Have you ever been able to respond to a situation tapping into whatever it was that he's been able to? Um, it's, I feel like it's, I have a short temper. I feel like all my emotions are right near the surface. Either like I can cry really easily, get mad really easily, be joyful really easily. Like all of those are sort of always hovering at surface level for me. Um, some think it's a problem. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like maybe less in a, like, um, in more of like an immediate situation like that, less, less so. Um, but in situations like when my house got broken into and I was like, you know what? It's just stuff like it is. And just maybe that kind of stuff or like I've had people like, I love my white Converse. I'm, I love them. I buy a million pairs because when they start getting dirty, I can't handle them. And they, (laughs) I've had things like people have spilled wine on them, whatever. And, and when people step on them or spill on them, I, inside, I want to, like, the rage boils up inside of me. Because I'm like, I'll get a scuff for the first few days. I'm like, oh, let me lick that off and I'll get that all cleaned up. And then all of a sudden someone dropped a chocolate ice cream. Like a totally melted, like, bowl of chocolate ice cream on the floor. Like, exploded up, went all over my shoes. Brown, permanent stains on my shoes. And they're like, oh, I'm really sorry. And I was like, you know what? It's okay, they're just shoes. And as much as I... <laughs> Don't even believe it at the time. I don't want to be that person. So I try really hard. And that's what it's about. Just trying. Just trying. That's what we're just asking people. Do your best, guys. Do your best. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Don't forget to subscribe.